Rihanna, Oprah, and Gail. Hello, and welcome to the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast. This is a space where you can come in, chat with us, and we can chat with you and let you know that it is okay not to be okay. Uh, Rashida and I are here to provide that space for you and our truth for you. Yes, yes. And you know what? Not okay, it's okay. It's like the theme of like 2020, 2021. I mean, who knew when it was during the pandemic <gasps> yes. and you and I were brainstorming and birthed this podcast together. Oh, who knew that it. Demi Lovato would come out with a song? Yes. Um, yeah, it, not okay, it's okay is it's so all over the place. It is interesting. But I like to call it the universe and say, hey. We just, we are who we are, and, and, and good that yes. there's a lot of people out there saying that it's not okay. Yeah, and yeah. Just that like, it is okay if you're not okay. Yes, so today yes. is uh, season two, episode five. Episode five. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, yes. So, so in is, order, this is like our jam. This is our month. I know. Um, so today we wanted to talk about... Um, always mental health awareness and and stigma mental health stigma we mental mental health stigma yeah, yeah. I, you know i was like statting it up you know and just for you know those out there you know if, if i can throw out some stats hey you are queen of the stats do so, it so you know according to nami uh which what is, is NAMI? national alliance on mental illness that's oh what girl Mm-hmm. Um, one in five U.S. adults experience a mental illness. One in five. One in 20 U.S. adults experience serious mental illness. And when we talk about serious mental illness, that means that basically that their their mental health condition greatly um, impacts, you know, their ability to, to function, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and 70%, 17% of youth, ages 6 to 17 years old, experience a mental health disorder. So mm-hmm. it is very, very common, you know? And it I just don't understand is. why there's a stigma if it's so common. Yeah, so why is there a stigma? Yeah. What is stigma? So stigma, what is stigma? So I wrote down a definition. What Uh-oh, is stigma? The definition. Uh, stigma is negative attitudes or discrimination against someone based on a distinguishing characteristic. Mm. So in our case, we're talking about mental health. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there is stigma and discrimination on religion, race, gender, Mm -hmm. uh, what baseball team you like, if you eat meat or you don't eat meat. Um, I mean... Even with disability. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So uh, stigma unfortunately is attached to many things but today we're here to talk about mm-hmm. mental um mental health mental illness and the stigma regarding both yeah i remember uh growing up um uh, when i was a youngin um and the commercials you would see like this person in an alley uh-huh. like creeping mm-hmm. and scary yep. and so i thought whoa you know they're creepy and scary and they hide out in mm-hmm. alleys yep. and it's dark Right. And yes, absolutely. And that's, you know, I think we'll talk more about that. But yeah, it's like that would answer the question Mm -hmm. of how is stigma perpetuated? Yeah. Right. So a lot of, you know, the stigma today, unfortunately, is perpetuated by our media, Mm -hmm. like the way media depicts like 
um, you know, and, and we don't ever get really political in here, but, you yeah. know, oftentimes when something does go wrong and the news is covering it, yes. it will always be, well, were they mentally ill? Yeah, absolutely. Some deranged gunman or, yeah. you know. Um, what did the family do wrong? Right, you know? absolutely. And, and, you know, also uh, movies, mm -hmm. TV shows, um, I think less so now, now yeah. that we're becoming more aware just as a human race. I'm, and I could be wrong, and people correct me if I'm wrong. You um, could never Christ be wrong. No, Christian, correct me if I'm wrong. The Joker, right? Mm -hmm. The Joker. Yeah. You know, I remember like even back, 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 way mm -hmm. back in the day. You mm -hmm. knew there was something up with him. Sure. You know, and, you know, and I'm just like, well, you know, like, yeah, he's, I would say at that time, he's crazy uh -huh. because just how he's acting. Right. Yeah. So the villains yeah. are often depicted mm -hmm. as mentally ill. And then I, I, and I am... <laughs> I'm going to be beaten for saying this, but I still have not seen the latest Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, and I know I need to. Um, it's a great oh, movie, yeah. but it's a one-time watch type movie. I heard mm. it's like really it's, deep. It's heavy. Yeah, and heavy, and I feel like I do deep and heavy for a time. <laughs> I was going to say I do deep and heavy for a living, but, you know, forget I said that. We're going to reverse. Christian's head is absolutely down. I'll never forget um, you said that. When I was going to say, that's live show, baby, live show. I was going to say the work that I do is pretty heavy. So I just haven't found the time to watch The Joker from what I've heard. <laughs> composed from what I've heard. It takes you on a journey through mm. The Joker's um, youth and it reveals trauma upon trauma and mm -hmm. just complex trauma. So um, and you can uh, bring it back to like even cartoons. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the the Grinch, mm -hmm. right? And how yeah. the Grinch was made fun of uh -huh. and teased mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I think it's all it's not necessarily angry characters that mm -hmm. were portrayed as like mm -hmm. ones with mental struggles. It was it was in my in my case, it was always the villain that mm -hmm. was like right, like Bat going back to Batman for a mm -hmm. second. It wasn't just yep. the Joker. It was Harvey Dent, uh -huh. two two faced. It was like uh -huh. multiple personality yes. disorder. Yes. So, like, there was yes. always a weird depiction of mental health. Mm -hmm. I never, like, I really can't think of, like, a positive time I saw, like, a real interpretation of mental illness as when I was growing up, like, yeah. to be honest with you. Absolutely, and and it's tr it's really true, and that's a great point. Right, um, right. I think only recently um, are we being exposed to characters you know for instance you know think of the first movie that ever depicted autism with dustin hoffman oh, yes, and Rain tom cruise rayman yeah. right and not that that was the best depiction right right but because it wasn't um however it was like whoa what yeah. who is this man what what does this mean right yeah um yeah and so i think as we said before, we've come a long way, um, but in terms of how does stigma get perpetuated in media, in movies, mm -hmm. in TV, songs, yeah. books, yeah, yeah, you know, and then our family of origin, like you know, like, absolutely, you know, what what are our what is the messages that our family is saying, mm -hmm. right? About yeah, that? so yeah, and and to tie into that, Rashida, you know, it it for me. The true, before stigma, it's the definition of strength, mm. right? So in your original family culture, mm -hmm. your family origin, what was the messaging? What was strength, right? And mm -hmm. we've this has come up, I believe, many yeah, times in yeah, here, yeah. you know, and to kind of be tough and don't share, 
Don't talk about mm-hmm. it. Don't ask for help because that's weak. That's a sign of weakness. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so strength would be, hey, I can keep this all in and I can kind of tuck it and stuff it and yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. But really we're finding out today that strength is your voice mm-hmm. and lending your voice to educate. Yeah. I think I've shared this on – I know I've shared this on another podcast. You know, I've talked about – and I don't know if I shared it on this one, but um, my brother having, you know, battling schizophrenia. Yes. Maybe I've talked about it here. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It was uh, just kind of hush-hush, not talked about. Mm-hmm. He's a little off, you know. Um, a little off. He's a little off. So that is that how he was yeah. kind of described yeah. in the family? Yeah, or he's he's stressed out, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he's a little something up, but no, there was never a title to it. There was never a let's let's delve more into. Was this. there ever a formal diagnosis? Like, how long did it take? When he had a suicide attempt. Uh huh. Yeah, and that was later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when he had a suicide mm-hmm. attempt, it was like everybody woke up, mm-hmm. and everybody was just like, okay, so this th- we have to address right. this. And you know, I always say like, um, you know, don't suffer in silence, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Thank goodness he, you know, didn't complete. Oh, absolutely. Right? Of course. And then it would have been like, you know, people would have been in a, like, you know, the signs were there. Why didn't we eat in? And mm-hmm. then the, the guilt and the shame. There would have been a lot of that. But sure. it opened up the door for the conversation mm-hmm. of, okay, what's next? Okay, so we, right. we need to do something now. Right. Yeah. He needs help. We need resources. What are they? And right. then he receives a diagnosis, medication, mm-hmm. resources skills yeah and for the family as well yeah and that was years you know you think it just happens like right away but when you've been brought up Mm -hmm. you know in a culture that it's like oh absolutely okay now we have to say he has this thing called schizophrenia Mm -hmm. and also we know that african-americans are misdiagnosed more Mm -hmm. with schizophrenia so there was that piece too yeah absolutely we're getting deep today yeah well listen this is where we go we offer you our truth and we just Deep dive. So, yeah. hey, Cheryl. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Jersey. Hey. Alona. Alona, hey. <laughs> um, so, yeah, absolutely. So, strength mm-hmm. and and what it means in our family of origin, that's where we, you know, learn whether it is okay or not okay yeah. to speak about it, ask for help about it. Right. 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 But, and again, it could be, it could be, you know, if, if it's not talked about and people have to hide, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, and they're, you know, alone in this, this sure. battle, mm-hmm. you know, it could have a not so great end result. Listen, it ends way too often in yeah. death yeah. and, you know, a lot of trauma, horror, yeah. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Especially okay. if you have no one else that you can talk to who's mm-hmm. experienced it or been mm-hmm. through it. Might yeah. I ask you guys something? Sure. It's, and this is just because I come from a media background, film mm-hmm. and television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think are the steps that people in the position of writers can take to make sure that it's a positive representation Mm -hmm. instead of laying the groundwork for what could be perceived as something negative? Because I'm one of those people that believe if we teach the right way young mm-hmm. that resonates for life like yes. I like that's how I was raised yeah. I was raised a Sesame Street kid mm-hmm. so like what do you think are like keys towards a, an accurate representation that towards portraying it well the most amazing question ever so thank you for asking that um, I think I'll say first off would be doing your research mm-hmm. talking to people if you want to 
you know, uh, have a, a character with yeah. schizophrenia yeah. in your script, in your movie, then let's, you know, I mean, go out and find a schizophrenic. Like, I'm not, <laughs> but really, like, yeah. you know, if you want to go, if you're doing a, something on a deep depression, then mm-hmm. let's go talk to people. You know how there are, you know, a lot of those huge actors yeah. and actresses out there, when they're playing a character. Because if a, a lot of it is like you don't realize, like, who mm-hmm. has it. Like, yeah. right. the, because of the depictions, you expect these these crazy people, and I'm not saying that they don't exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are, but they're in facilities that are mm-hmm. helping them. Absolutely. But you never know who's next right. to you that has yes. this. Right, like, so then you can go to those facilities. Oh, and look, Stephanie just said, and Thomas the Tank Engine, nah. Sesame Street. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we know that. Shout out to Christian oh, and man. his big resume. Uh, Christian uh, wrote many uh, yes. songs and uh, for Thomas the Train. So check time. him out. The dimples um, are coming out. Yeah, right. Right? I would say, though, Christian, that, yeah, you're right. You know, mental illness often doesn't look like anything. So going to the uh, places that Rashida, you know, Rashida works in a facility and talking to someone there or talking to us and, yeah. and where can I find someone who would be willing? And trust me, there are so many people mm-hmm. out there with mental illness who are struggling that want to tell their story and explain, you yeah. know. And just and again, like just recognizing that the face of someone who's battling a mental, you know, health, mental, you know, illness looks like us. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. It's not, you know, uh, Michelle Obama talk, came out talking about her, mm-hmm. you know, fight with depression. Oprah uh-huh. Winfrey came out talking I, about. I, her fight I know with I'm depression. not Oprah or Michelle Obama, <laughs> but like anxiety. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know. You know, and, and anybody could be affected. Mm-hmm. You know, um, by it, and I think that's yeah. where it's like, you know, let's fight the stigma that you know they look like. Pe- there's pe- they go to work every day. I they function work. right. Yeah, like absolutely. they're not you know in mm-hmm. straight jackets like we see in the movies. Exactly in padded rooms. Yeah. You know where you know and and. Yeah, and we've seen so many. Think of uh, what was that Inc- girl interrupted with Angelina mm. Jolie and and Brittany movie. Murphy and Winona Ryder. Yeah. Like, you know the depiction of in the '60s. What you know. It, so we've come a very long way. Oh, yeah. um, and in terms of stigma as well. But that was a great question. Thank you. That was yeah. That awesome. was spot on. No problem. Spot on. And you know. You know, Rashida, we were talking when we were kind of conceptualizing the show, we were saying um, we were wondering how the Americans with Disabilities Act mm-hmm. kind of protected uh, people with mental illness, developmental disabilities. Yeah, yeah. and also the psychiatric. Absolutely, psychiatric. You know? So you said that, Miss Facts, that's you. Ms. You Facts. said that happens in 1990? Yeah, it came, yeah, in 1990, which I think it, it, it's great because, again, it, it opens it up to mm-hmm. people who had, um, you know, psychiatric issues that could have an impact on, you know, work, right? right? Being um, hireable. Being hot, yeah, you can't discriminate, mm-hmm. you know, because someone, you know, and again, you don't have to disclose that you have a mental health, con- you know, right. illness. Right, but I'm, I'm wondering, you know, and this would be an interesting thing to see if since the Americans with Disabilities mm-hmm. Act happened, is that when we saw kind of a change happening in the media, in movies, in the depiction of characters with mental illness? Just a, a yeah, thought that's, that maybe yeah. we can uh, do a little chat research about. on. Yeah. All right, so yeah. so so what else? So um, some people ask. We got a couple of questions ourselves, like emailed to us. One of them was, um, "What does stigma feel like for those experiencing mental illness?" Mm. And I would say painful. Yeah, 
isolating, yeah. frustrating, yeah. unfair, yeah. angering, anger, lonely, yeah, sadness, and misunderstood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Any I mean, other ones? No, I mean I think you in encompassed, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. maybe for some people some rage. Absolutely. You know? Sure. Um, it, it, you no know, one wants to be not a part of mm-hmm. or feel right. left nobody out of because. Nobody wants to be excluded. Yeah. And nobody wants to be singled out, really. Yeah. We all just kind of, I think we're most comfortable when mm-hmm. we're like, we're we're animals. We're like pack animals, right. you know? Right, right. Yeah. You know, I think about, you know, again, we talk about stigma on just various levels, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, with my kids with, with a disability and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and taking my kids out and seeing the looks from people, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, can you know, just and there's certain questions like, can he do that? Or, you know, just you know, and people are being cautious and they don't know, you know, and some people are being ignorant. But yeah, right. But I, I don't know what he feels, but I know mm-hmm. I feel, mm-hmm. you know, all those emotions. Sure. You know. Um, sure, because I, if it's if that is your kid mm-hmm. being stigmatized. Yeah. So it's like you being stigmatized Absolutely. because they are part of you. Yeah. So I can't imagine, let's say, you know, again, you know, if you have like a mental health condition, you know, and just people giving you that look like mm-hmm. or even, you know, right. all in the workplace. Right. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many people who have mental health issues in the workplace. Right. Yeah. Oh, we, of course. Yeah. We all know one. Yeah. Right. Um, where, you know, that it comes out on a, a different mm-hmm. level, you know, and. Sometimes, I don't know if you guys have ever done it, but sometimes people shy away from that individual. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Like, oh, something's up with, you mm-hmm. know, like, they need to go get help. They need to do something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, right. You know, so we just have to be, like, mindful that, that those same people are in our office. Yeah, they're in our office. They're in our restaurants. Yes. They're everywhere because they're yes. human. They're working. They're doing the best they can yes. with what they know. Yeah, yeah. And so if we can see them as that rather than a mental illness or a disability or mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. Oh, we would just have the best world, wouldn't we? It would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It would be so beautiful. Agreed. Agreed. What else you got, Hillary? Oh, let's see another question. We did what does stigma feel like? Okay, so what can we do to end stigma and discrimination against people with mental illness? I think we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. Education? Yeah. Right. Education yeah. would be first and foremost, providing resources like I mean, you know, it's it's interesting, Rashida, because when I just look back down at the question, this was the impetus behind mm-hmm. us starting this podcast. Yeah. You know, it's like you're a therapist. I'm a therapist. What can we do to kind of get we've been dying to work together, but we <laughs> haven't been working in the same building ever. Um and so this was this is literally our mission is to be able to normalize mental health yeah. and destigmatize it. So supporting podcasts supporting like podcasts. this one, not okay, it's okay. And yes. there are many others out there. Yes. Um, but we're clearly the best. Um, so to talk about it too, if you have questions, right? Like there are so many so much going on in the world right now where People are just beginning to ask questions. Yeah. And, you know, it's about getting curious. Yeah. And 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 it makes people want to tell their story. So yeah. education. Education. Um, providing resources. These are all ways to 
and stigma mm -hmm. and um, the discrimination against those with yeah. mental. Yeah, and I want to go back because when you said education and, mm -hmm. and um, Christian had touched on, mm -hmm. um, you know, starting when they're little, little. Mm -hmm. Like I truly believe, truly, truly believe, yep. you know, that we need to start having conversations, you know, with Absolutely. our kids about, you know, like, you know, my son sometimes is just like, you know, my stomach hurts, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not because he didn't eat or because he ate something mm -hmm. like that didn't agree with him. Mm -hmm. It's anxiety. Of course. There's a name for that. Absolutely. He's feeling a little, you know, anxious because yep. I'm telling him you need to go to bed right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. We just kind of like, you know, just mm -hmm. make it some other thing and, and give it a name. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, so not only educating, but educating young. Yes. That's right. You know, we want our kids to be kind people. When you come across a kid that's not nice, <laughs> their parents aren't nice either. That's the thing. Yes. So, yes, let's raise our kids to be empathetic. Let's teach them what what is autism? Yes. What is anxiety? Right. You know, what are emotions, right? Also, we want them to be yeah. well-versed at I mean, that. I remember when, we ha when they had the, was it the D.A.R.E. program? Mm -hmm. the, sure. You know, yeah. like we, we, we were bringing the dog in. I don't know what his mm -hmm. name was, but. McGruff? McGru oh, Mc no, that was take a bite out of crime. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but we were. We <laughs> I told you. Useless, <laughs> useless information and commercial <laughs> jingles are my jam. But it wasn't oh, McGruff. Man. It, but go ahead. But, but yeah, still. but you know, we they were bringing them into the schools mm -hmm. early, Absolutely. right? And there was nothing wrong with that. Nope. It was we wanted to be able to prevent, mm -hmm. you know, future use. Absolutely. And so if we can teach and educate and let them know, like, hey, this, you know, this mm -hmm. is what happens if you were to do something like this. Yeah. You know, um, we could prevent. Absolutely. That. So why not prevent people, you know, from stigmatizing or making people feel like it's not okay to just say, hey, you know, I'm feeling, you know, I think I'm depressed. Right. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Um, Alona said, I think it's great when public figures talk about their mental mm -hmm. illness. I could not agree with you more when celebrities utilize their platform for normalization of any kind, especially with struggles, mental health, addiction, all, you know, everything. Um, it really helps to normalize, right? Because what do we do? We, in this country and many others, mm -hmm. we glorify celebrity. And with this glorification also is this perception mm -hmm. that everything is perfect, quote, yeah. in their lives. And we have seen, I mean, we'll... we'll I mean, from Britney Spears to Justin Bieber to J Demi Lovato yeah. to Brad Pitt yeah. to, I mean, I can name a million, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, Tarazi, Tarazi Henson Yes, Taraji, just yeah. came out to not too long ago. She had talked about, mm -hmm. she has a huge platform mm -hmm. on, um, you know, uh, reducing stigma and mm -hmm. things like that. Her dad was a veteran, mm. and she talked about, you know, what she went through with wow. that. Oh, my goodness. And I yeah. think she... She talked about her own mental health issues. And there's a lot mm -hmm. of actresses and actors Absolutely. that have come out and just disclosed that. Yeah, and it's so helpful. I think it's also important to not minimize their mm -hmm. their of their uh, announcement of it because uh -huh. of, like a lot of a lot of my friends and a lot of kids my age will see that and be like, ah, oh, they're rich. What kind of mm -hmm. troubles could they have? Mm -hmm. But that does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. When you're alone it, it in a, a little apartment with no food in the refrigerator or you're alone in a mansion, we are all human, yeah. and it hurts equally. Equally. And Who you said know it? what? Was it Jay-Z, more money, more problems? Or was it Biggie? Biggie? More money, more problems. 
No, was that Biggie? I think that's Biggie. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. Um, Jay-Z said 99 (laughs) problems, but my bitch ain't one. (laughs) Just saying. I love it. Um, So, yeah, I think that's, you know, absolutely. We we perceive them to have a perfect life. Mm -hmm. But, again, it reminds us that they're human, and we all have the same human struggles. Yeah, and, again, it's, it's, you know, it's what we see, right? Mm-hmm. It's what we see. Right. You know, again, I'm and I'm kind of just kind of trailing off to just remembering yeah. that when I used to, you know, back in my day, watch a lot of TV, people were smoking cigarettes and mm-hmm. drinking on, on, you know, in, in the mm-hmm. commercials and TV. Yeah. It was all common. So I thought, oh, okay, that's something that all people do mm-hmm. and can't wait for my life to just start drinking and smoking cigarettes. Right. Right. So we saw people just being okay, being truly who they are, mm-hmm. you know, on TV, you know, and getting real. Like that's why I love talk shows. Mm-hmm. Even we though I know, know it's a little scripted. Yeah. That's but, okay. Sometimes. You know, sometimes. But you know, like they would come on and like talk about their real issues. Sure. Yeah. And so that's, Helping. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Alona, thank you. You're 100%, 100% spot on. 100% spot on. Thank you for for uh, sharing that. Um, fun fact. Fun stigma fact. is a Greek word, and it was um, – its origin is it was a mark, a cut, a, a mark on a human being, a criminal or a traitor that was to be shunned. Um, so it was a cut or a burn into the skin of criminals, oh, wow. traitors, or those who should be shunned within the community, the town. Just saying. Fun fact. That's that is I, a really fun fact. Yeah, when I was just like doing a little research, I was like, oh. let me share that. Right? Yeah, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. I learned something new. Okay, what I else hope. about stigma? What else did we want to uh, touch upon? Oh, let me throw a stat out yes. there. Stat queen. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do a commercial while, while I go to my stats. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Come today's, on. Is, today's podcast is brought to you by... And here we go. Starbucks. You know... Um, it's really not. So, <laughs> you know, so, you know, again, when we talk about mental health issues, if it goes undressed, you know... Um, one thing um, is suicide and that suicide is the second leading cause of death for people ages 10 to 34. Mm. Second leading. Ages 10. 10 to I 34. That, that like me, blew my mind. That makes me. And it said the overall suicide rate has increased 35% since 1999. Suicide is the 10th <sighs> leading cause of death in the United States. And what's a reason why a lot of people choose suicide? Oh, many reasons. Feelings of shame. Yeah. Feelings of not being able, not having the capability or capacity mm-hmm. uh, or skills to process trauma. Right? Yeah. No one to, you know, really to just be able to, again, talk to mm-hmm. and, and feel, you know, like when, when you don't feel like... Being on this podcast, you know, it is normalized. You know, when we last week we talked about like, you know, being a good mom and you know, good enough. And and I love that the yes. good enough mom. Yeah, good old Winnicott. But if I didn't know or wasn't around other mm-hmm. women who felt what I felt, yep. or if I didn't know where to look, or people weren't open enough. Oh my gosh! Like I would be beating myself up every day, saying uh, I'm a bad 100%. mom. hundred percent. Absolutely, yes. And so again, this is why we say this is why we do this on yes. Wednesdays. 
you know, it's, we say it all the time, not only is it our passion, but it is our self-care. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it feels good to be able to give this information. This is literally, like, I remember my, my partner in the Empowerment Center, uh, Robin, uh, shout out to Robin Heisen. Shout out Hi. Robin Heisen. Shout, um, shout out. Always would say to our clients when we work together, mm-hmm. guys, get into the group. This is life-saving information. Absolutely. And it absolutely was. No yeah. matter what the topic was um, that we were teaching in group, that we were discussing, it was literally life-saving information. Yeah. Why? Because it, it always boiled down to feelings, processing feelings, or learning a skill. Yeah. Yeah. And just knowing that your story is also someone else's story. Absolutely. And yes, because groups give us that universality, that safety in numbers. Like, hey, you're feeling like a shitty mom? Well, so am I. You don't even know what happened. You know what I mean? It's having exactly like you were saying. Yeah, and that's that, 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 and, and again, think about someone who maybe, let's say, okay, so, you know, I was working with this individual Mm -hmm. in the emergency room. Um, young and battling schizophrenia. Mm. You know, you usually don't see it until like 21 when they have the yeah, first break. Male. But male, yes. Young, how young? Uh, he was, fif- we had two, 15 and 16. Two. Wow, that is early. Usually yeah, it, it, it was until early 20s. Yeah, and, wow. and just, uh, mm. you know, blew my mind. And uh, thank goodness um, had a supportive family member mm. who yeah. didn't shun him mm-hmm. or kind of just shoot it off and, and and just be like you know get it together like right you know, they were open to education and, and knew that it got to the point where mm-hmm. it was like we need to go to the emergency room and we mm-hmm. need to you know it's it's get it's not it's not getting any better yeah we need and to we do need something help. we need help absolutely because I can only imagine mm-hmm. being in this world hearing Again, some people hear one voice, some people hear many voices, some people hear different voices, some people hear a different gender voice. Some people hear command, yes. hallucin- command hallucin- auditory yeah. hallucinations. Yeah. Um, there's also visual hallucinations. Yes. Yes. yes schizophrenia yeah. is it's tough. Yeah. So just imagine being young and, and experiencing you're experiencing that. this mm-hmm. and, you know, you're right. a teenager. And right. So you're a teenager, and if you don't have a family that could support you, mm-hmm. that has an open line of communication, you wind up going out with your friends and drinking and doing drugs yes. to quiet the voices yes. in your head. Yes. So this is why, you know, we have spoken so many times, not like we're all mothers of the year here, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we've made abundantly clear. Yeah. Um, it's having that open line of communication and being telling your kid, that you can tell me anything. Yeah, and going back to my brother, mm-hmm. like if I now think back, right? Yeah. You know, he would be back in the day when they had Walkmans. Mm-hmm. Anybody remember that? Yes, Walkman, of Walkman. course. You know, he'd be blasting it in his ears. Mm-hmm. Always had his Walkman or blasting mm-hmm. the music in his room, and it would be like, you know, just kind of like, what's wrong? With you just just right. turn it down, mm-hmm. and then. As we gained more knowledge, we mm-hmm. understood that sure. it was his way of tuning out the voices. Absolutely, wow. You know, and again, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine, you know, being a youth and or even with depression, mm-hmm. we have yeah. individuals who come into the ER who are to the point of who've cut themselves up so much, mm-hmm. right, have to, sure. to release the pain. Yeah, and parents will have no clue. Yep, like wait, cut. They and then hide it well. Yeah, they hide it well. Yep, that's right. No parents. Clue. 
this isn't scaring you, but if you think something's going on with your kid, it probably is. Yeah. There probably is something going on. Yeah. And to uh, check them out, they cut in some very um, mm-hmm. sensitive areas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. else? What else we got on stigma? Anybody else out there? Alona, I, what did you say? I also think many... I also think many only associate extreme behaviors like homeless people as a mental illness. Yeah, that is part of the yes. stigma. Absolutely. It's stigma. It's, it's uh, yeah, really, it's discriminating. Yeah, and we were talking before, you know, we, we, we aired mm-hmm. about how most people, like a lot of people out there have this false kind of thought process mm-hmm. that, um, you know, people who have mental illness are, you know, the ones that are like hurting people again, like we talked about. And right. they're more, studies show they're more likely to be the victims of a crime. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. And a lot of the homeless population out there are veterans, people. Yeah. So yeah. check yourself before you uh, discriminate against the homeless. Yeah. And don't forget that, especially since COVID, mm-hmm. right? People have lost their homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's regular neurotypical yeah people yeah 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 and you know and we're gonna you know hey Allie talk about this you know potentially next week mm-hmm. you know just about like how now more people are mm-hmm. really coming out mm-hmm. you know and realizing that they're needing help there's a, a yeah uh, yeah surge of people well that's a great segue into our next topic before we do this so yeah so i mean i feel i think we've kind of covered it yeah on stigma anybody you know you can always ask us questions after the fact we get it on email uh not okay it's okay at gmail.com we are happy to answer your questions happy happy um so next week we are going to uh be talking about re-emerging into society after covid yeah and not really after covid we know we're we're in covid but after being being in our homes, working from home, all of this stuff for over a year now, kind of reemerging as as the world begins to reopen, restaurants, mm-hmm. office buildings, that kind of stuff. So that's next week. And, and I can kind of picture it as like, you know, I'm like a visual person, like, mm-hmm. you know, being in a cave for like a year. Yeah, and, and like dark. coming out and yeah, so right? overstimulated. And you're a little yeah, like, don't give it away. But okay. yeah. It's like that, totally. (laughs) So that's what we'll be talking about next week. Um, So, yeah, I mean, this was a good talk. Let's move on to this. You asked me first last week. So I'm going to ask you the bowl of no shame question, which is... questions in there. Huh. What are some of your guilty pleasures that you're willing to share? And I'm going to add, it cannot include crab legs. I knew you were going to say that. Because, because... I'm setting a boundary. How many people would love for us to go on a road trip trip to find the best crab legs? Would you want to watch an episode where we're on the road eating crab legs at different locations? Of course they would. We're going to, Rashida and I are planning to do to get on the road a little bit like Oprah and Gail style. Um, you didn't answer my question. My guilty pleasure. That you're willing to share. And then I'll give that to you. Guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess my second guilty pleasure is I just feel like I just say food all the time like this my life is like food girl I hear you you know um oh my guilty pleasure is watching um on YouTube they have like Walmart hauls or Amazon hauls oh yeah 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 I like kind of like watching to see because you know like 
some, you know, I want to see somebody who's, a, you know, my size trying mm-hmm. something on mm-hmm. and get in, you know, and it, so like whenever totally. I buy something, I'm just like, if Nita Danielle can wear it, I uh-huh. can wear it too. Good for you. Okay. I like that. I like that. So what? You want to know what I would answer? Sure. I would say my guilty pleasure that I'm willing to share is definitely um, Real Housewives. Just like that mindless watching of TV. Which which uh, state? Um, New York, Beverly Hills. Oh, my goodness. No, Atlanta? I mean, come on. I loved Atlanta for a really long time, and then NeNe left. And I was like, She was back Boop. and forth. She came. Oh, she I didn't know she flowed. came back. Yeah, she Because I always, I really liked her. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I stopped watching them. Um, so the, that would be my guilty pleasure. Okay. And chocolate-covered pretzels. So Alona put out there sleeping. And so mm-hmm. let me just. Don't feel guilty. Let me say the reason why Alona put sleeping. Mm-hmm. Because on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. happy Happy belated. Day, belated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we was like, happy Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day. She's like, what are you going to um, be doing on Mother's Day? And I'm like, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Good. that's the only day Beautiful. that I'm able to sleep. Don't feel guilty and about do- it. And I don't feel guilty. Good. Love it. All right. Let's go. Last bowl of shame. No shame. Bowl <laughs> of no shame. Oh. Wait a minute. I think we did this one. McDonald's fries or Wendy's fries. I um, think we did that one already. It's a total mood thing. But I'll tell you, if it's McDonald's fries, it's going to be with sweet and sour and hot mustard sauce dipped together. Ooh, you probably created That's, a new kind of sauce. Um, well, then I want royalties. <laughs> um, but I have to say that I prefer Wendy's fries. Why? I Because I just do. But right now... I don't prefer any kind, and I don't want to talk about it because it's triggering me. (laughs) (laughs) Three days, no carbs, y'all. Anyway, so we will talk to you. Thank you. I um, didn't say what I liked. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's because I know your answer, and I can see him already. Cold. Eating them cold. Yeah, how did you know? I know, because we're so – You remember? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't have the hot fries. I hate when they give me, like, fresh fries. Like, oh, do you want fresh fries? I'm like, no, I really don't. I can't eat I them. like just sitting there fries. like for decades. Those are the best. And Wait. you know why? I know why. Why? Why this is. Why? So family of origin, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. Like my mother would burn the french fries. Uh-huh. All the time. So you would just want to have them cold so they didn't get burnt. Interesting. Christian is having a very big re- visceral response. What? What? You, uh, do you agree with the cold fries or you? Hell no. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Hell There's nothing no. worse. Like the best is when you go to McDonald's. Uh-huh. Rarely. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then they and they just out the vat. Yes. Just not out. not greasy because no because they hot. don't soak them up but just. Hot. Of course. That's what you want. Thank you. Okay. I get mad if I get cold. Fries. Absolutely. <laughs> same. Same. Well, this same. is family of origin. This is I. Fi- you That's know, I, I know this is not typical. Okay. Well, maybe you and I in <laughs> our. No, nah, no, nah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. We've all got those things. Of course. Like absolutely. For, for years, I couldn't eat chicken. Really? I, I did not really? like it. Yeah. My uh, my grandfather <laughs> was used to be of the mindset where. If it looks fine, it's fine. Oh, you guys! But <laughs> but oh. if it, I I would one day. Uh, I oh. he was like, we're gonna make chicken cutlets for dinner, Christian. And I'm like, yes, because I'm like like seven, and I'm like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> and then I opened up the pack. Oh, it smells <gasps> like a pool. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, nah, that's that's not right. <laughs> and I'm like, Grandpa. 
uh-huh. something's wrong with the chicken. Uh-huh. And he's like, it's fine. And I'm like, oh. that's not, no, but no, okay, because you don't want to disrespect grandpa. Right. So I'm sitting there just eating it. And I'm like, even at seven, I knew I was oh. in trouble. So oh. then hours later, my mom comes home from work and I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. and she's like, what happened? And I'm just like, ask eating- grandpa. Yeah. I'm never eating chicken again. <laughs> see childhood trauma yes. and how our brain imprints. Yes. And, um, and I see forever, which is AKA April. So April. yeah, you have to have the hot fries. Yes. It's for okay. Sure. You're, you're typical. It's oh, okay. Oh. Why? That's Shots basically fired. saying you're basic. We're going to end no, the show now. Okay. No, Listen, it's just we, it's we, typical. Like, typical okay. people. Do you accept her apology? Come on, April. Come um, on, April. So, all right, you guys. Thank you. And Kristen, thank you for your no wonderful problem. input today. We will <laughs> see you next week when we're talking about what we said we're going to talk about. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Not Okay, It's Okay podcast includes casual conversations related to mental health, self-care, practical tips and resources, along with validation that not being okay is okay. You acknowledge and agree that the following warnings and disclaimers shall apply to all of our content. This podcast represents the opinions of Hillary Shear, LPC, and Rashida Cartwright, LCADC, and their guests to the show. The information provided is for informational purposes only, and we recommend that you consult with a healthcare professional for medical or mental health advice. The views and opinions expressed in the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. Do not use our content in lieu of professional advice given by qualified medical or mental health professionals. Always seek the advice of your own medical mental health provider related to your specific medical or mental health condition prior to implementing any recommendations or suggestions from using our content. Privacy is of great importance to us. That being said, all people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect patient confidentiality. 